Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates, Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrogIsAwesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true. Mm. <laughs> and I th- thank you very much for, yeah. for coming down tonight. Yeah, thank so. you for breathing, breathing the weather. Although I did have a look outside. It's turned to rain, fortunately. Oh. So. Normal service has resumed. <laughs> hey. So... The, this evening is really um, all about looking back and looking and forward. forward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we, we're going to have a little bit of a... The, the meat of the show is effectively going to be uh, a review of 2018. We're yep. going to... We, we, we've even got a little awards thing. Just a little one. Yeah, just a little one. The, the Golden uh, Froggies. The go- is, is that it, the name we've settled? Golden, Gold, Golden Froggies. Golden all right, froggies. there we go. <laughs> Um, but first, uh, we're going to kick things off. Obviously, we've got our new logo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We also have the man who has designed said logo. If uh, Kenny, do you want to come up? Woo. <laughs> he said reluctantly. <laughs> Hola. Hello, everyone. This is Kenny. All right. So, Kenny, um, who are you? I ask myself that question daily. So. I, th- I think everyone does <laughs> when they reach a certain age. <laughs> um, so my name's Kenny. Um, I think I'm kind of... Um, I run a little board game cafe in Glasgow, so people might know me. What's, the, na- what's the name? Yeah. What's the Shameless name? plug. Yeah, come on. Yep. Shameless plug. Uh, it's a dice roll cafe, so we've been going for about four years now. So, yep. so um, what, what does the dice roll cafe do for the members of the audience who are maybe not familiar with it? Well, uh, for about four years now, we've been um, uh, peering every fortnight, every second Sunday, in uh, the CCA, so the Centre of Contemporary Arts in um, Suckell Street, on Suckell Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, essentially, I turn up with lots of games, <laughs> described as militant. Get it here first, folks. Kenny <laughs> is a militant. He's militant no, about games, am I right? <laughs> I'm I'm really into them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we were lucky enough to be asked back to run the library for this year, so um, um, 24th and 5th of August. Which, uh, so we're looking forward to doing that this year. And we also do like a, a few other kind of special dining evening events that kind of takes gaming to a kind of... Yeah. For the sophisticated gamer, not no, no. More dis- <laughs> the more discerning. Yeah. Yeah. The, the gamer that likes to... Do do stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're you're obviously here first and foremost because you're a friend. We, we like you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Are we but friends? You Can you did uh, design the new logo. Uh, y- yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you guys approached me. You knew that I had a design background. Yep. And and I suppose I've always tried to kind of design bits and bobs for. Um, Dice roll with that 
background. Sure. Um, so I think you guys liked my aesthetic and just asked if I could update what yeah, was can, already can a confirm, very good we, we logo. Did like your aesthetic. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. So um, <laughs> tell us a bit about the process. How how did the the, the logo redesign work? What well, did you, you do. You guys had a really good kind of very easily identifiable, uh, identifiable logo as to start off with. Mm-hmm. I think you guys gave me like a pretty clear brief just kind of make it a wee bit um updated you know so yeah. <laughs> i was working Less with like charlotte and ben didn't cobble it together on paint but yeah, i mean you did a good job of it you yeah. know like <laughs> yeah. i can't say anything yeah. but yeah. yeah you seemed really happy with it yeah and uh, i'm happy pretty with happy it. with it so yeah. it's, it's all good it's kind of i tried to inject a wee bit of uh so I, I feel like I'm the sort you can, you can of I'm looking at board rather than Josh's, my belly. Josh's uh, <laughs> chest, just inspecting it. His, his so masculine chest. Yeah. Fills out very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, just tried to make it a wee bit more uh, cute, cuter, a wee bit like a little kind of playfulness and like yeah. made the muskets look a wee bit more chunkier and things like that you know yeah. like i don't know yeah <laughs> not not like not <laughs> terrifying basically well I, I don't think your logo was that bad but yeah that's true is <laughs> that is dead skulls and flavor so yeah. it, it is Absolutely. still is a dead frog <laughs> but it's a cute dead frog it's yeah. a cute dead, dead frog so for folk that are interested in Dice Roll Cafe, where can they look you up? Where can they find you? Well, yeah, we mostly operate on uh, Facebook, uh, so there'll always be like uh, an event. Uh, we kind of just kind of publish stuff here and there on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, so all under the handle of Dice Roll Cafe. So you're rolling dice, and it's a cafe, so it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. But like, yeah, like uh, yeah, you can find us in there. Send me a wee message, say hi to me, give me a wee high five, you know, yeah. very, very approachable. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. Yeah, that's cool. great. Okay, Everyone, bye. give it up for Kenny. Thank you. <laughs> so as you, as you witnessed, it's not just the logo that we've had a little bit of a rebranding on. We've got, we've got a new uh, tune, intro do, yeah. theme. Full-length track. Yes, courtesy of this gentleman here, whose other songs you've been listening to this evening. Nick, do you want to come up? Yeah. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So, uh, Nick, tell us about yourself. Good evening, everybody. I'm Four Fox. That's the name I go by. Um, I do synthwave and EDM and retrowave, and I don't like samples. But, yeah, uh, I did the guy's... Previous track, yep. yeah, the original, yep. the original. Th- well, actually, I think I think for the first episode, it was me playing a guitar. It was actually, yeah. yeah I haven't heard that. It's not. I want to hear that. It's not good. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Ben mentioned you, and you were generous enough to uh, grant us a uh, give us a track, uh, which I, is that's it, a very kind way about getting paid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first one you guys came with, you had a really good idea of what you wanted, and then. With this one, just took what I already had, and it's an unlucky frog. So we've got some really evil sounds and frog sounds, and they do like board games. So we've got some like wizard sounds. I'll play it again later because it kind of killed sure. off there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can all sit and have a really good listen and really yeah. get it. Um, Study it. Take it in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we go way back. 
don't we? We do, we yeah. do. Uh, uh, Nick knew me before the beard. That, that's how long we're yeah, talking. There was yeah. a time before the beard. Yeah, we we refer to that yeah. time as BB, yeah. as in before beard, and then there's AB. Yeah, after yeah. Beard. There's like a timeline. Yeah, um, there's a yeah. point zero. We we were in the same physics class. Jesus Christ! I was just going to say school. I didn't realize. No, no, we, you got yeah. it. <laughs> physics Tuesday morning. Yeah. Me and Nick, man, best bro. Oh, that's sweet, you, man. You can you. see how effective Nick's education in physics was. Yeah, I did really well. I can um, tell you what an oscillator is. Probably point one out. More than there we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. So the 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 process of creating the track. Mm. Tell us a bit about that. Okay. So, well, like I said, it's a board game podcast uh-huh. mainly, and we spoke a lot about that because there's not a lot of sound that comes to mind when you're playing a board game. Like, oh, snare drums and hi hat. Yeah. No, it comes to mind. So. Yeah. Just try to like find lots of elements with things that the guys liked. I know they were quite keen on their Warhammer at some point as well. So um, we, we, that. Yeah, oh, that's that, that may be true. Yeah. I hope so. Right. Um, and yeah, just incorporate anything that I could find, like a picture of a really gruesome-looking, like horrible monster from some game. I was like, yeah, I can make a sound for that. I can make a big squelchy. You hear? There's lots of squelch in the song. It's really good. Yeah, really cool. Good. And for people that are interested in. The four fox handle what you're doing with your music. Where can they find you? No, I've just finished my last gig. Uh, fourfox.co.uk. Actually, I actually have my own website. You can check that out. Fourfox.co.uk. That's quite good. Or you can get me on Bandcamp or SoundCloud or Facebook. Uh, and I actually have some CDs for sale up the back that I haven't decided on a price yet. So you could maybe help me decide on that. Um, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Um, but yeah, so if you want to catch in my music, um, fourfox.co.uk is where you can find me. You can find all my stuff. Um, and if you want to see me play live, then to talk to some people about getting me a venue. It'll be good. <laughs> go. Appreciate that. Nick, thank you. You're very well. Cheers. Everyone, give it up for Nick. There we go. So uh, that that covers all the, the rebranding the efforts. Yep. Uh, so time to perhaps look ahead at what we're going to be doing over the next year. Yeah, so we, we didn't just come along to show you some nice songs and a new logo. Um, we, we are actually planning to change up how we distribute content. Just yeah, how we're, yeah. How we're our schedule. The, yeah, how we're, how we're doing the show in general. Um, so, so Heather too, I think most people knew us through the podcast. And that's been our main thing. You know, we've had the, the Independence Day uploads on the Wednesdays and then the regular show on the Sundays. So the, one of the things that, um, that that really came across to me in uh, going to conventions and talking to people is that people consume content in wildly different ways. Some people don't even use podcasts. Um, some people will even exclusively watch videos with the sound off which is quite an obscure one. So it means that a lot of the time that you really want to have subtitles in there. Anyway, that, that, that's a whole other thing. But um, basically, uh, we, we're looking to branch out into other media. Yeah, so you'll have seen over the last year we've done a few uh, YouTube videos. We're definitely going to be ramping up on that. Uh, I can't promise whether I'll be singing in all of them or not. Oh, probably um, Yeah. Not by me. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can expect uh, we're, we're, we're hoping to get one up every week. Yeah. So we'll be doing the videos because there's obviously a huge drive towards that. So don't need to tell you guys it's a very visual medium, so it makes sense to do more video content. 
we're also hoping to do uh, one article on our blog a week because uh, that, that's another thing that I was quite surprised by is the amount of people that I have spoken to that will only access information about the hobby by reading articles. People still read. Who knew? Yeah. Who yeah. knew? So again, uh, one article a week, and that that can be a number of different things. Uh, yeah. One of the things we are going to do more on, because it's what we always get asked, is uh, more reviews. Uh, we've tried to shy away from uh, putting points on things, yeah, because uh, that's really arbitrary and not very good. Mm. You got a good shot there, Kenny. Nice, awesome. nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, articles, reviews, columns about certain conventions that may or may not be coming up in the next calendar year. Yep. Uh, expect to see more of that. And, of course, uh, the podcast as well. Of course, yeah, we're, we're going to continue the podcast, but the, the plan is to sort of meld the, the two separate shows into one yeah. so that it, it's going to be a, a format of... Uh, you, you, you're going to continue to see guests and of course uh, a lot of you guys here you're welcome to uh, come talk to us after um, after the live component tonight if you want to appear on the show happy to do collaborations there's a there's a fair percentage of the audience that have already been guests to yeah, be fair yeah, that's <laughs> so. true. yeah but um uh, we're we're not going to stop um pushing independent uh companies and designers because um, uh, I think it's fair to say that the the reason that we we do this is first of all because we like the sounds of our own voice, um, but but it is in all seriousness, it's it, you, we are we are about the community, and uh, that that starts uh, right outside your door. I think. Yeah, exactly. And in terms of what we're going to be covering as well is going to change. Uh, just just by virtue of what we enjoy, we cover quite a lot of the GW stuff. I'm um, uh, hopelessly addicted to Magic the Gathering uh, and board games as well. Uh, but one thing we both really love and we, we do talk about, but perhaps not as much, is RPGs. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Tom, that's your cue. Come on up. This is Tom Mannering, everyone. Yeah, the, the the microphone is on. Hello. So, who who is your daddy, and what does he do? Oh. You're not funny. Shut up. <laughs> You're muted. Yep. There we go. There, there we, we are. are. Here I am. Hello. Are. Yeah. Can hear your beautiful voice now, dulcet, dulcet. Yeah. dulcet. dulcet so, uh, those of you who listen to the podcast regularly have probably heard. Uh, well, you you may well have heard Tom on it uh, before. Yes, unless your voice uh, was on. <laughs> yes, and uh, you may almost certainly have heard me talk about the uh, Pathfinder game that Tom runs uh, for me and a few friends as well. So, uh, you're going to be doing some content for us as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so one of the things you mentioned, obviously, doing more video content, and one of the things uh, we want to do uh, as well as that is add a bit more variety to not just board games and GW stuff. Uh, we thought we'd bring all that to foreign RPGs and do a Warhammer Fantasy role playing game. So, we're going to, as a group, uh, actually play through some Warhammer Fantasy 4th Edition by Cubicle 7. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> it is, well done, yes. Um, so yeah, uh, myself, I'll be GMing that. Um, Josh, Ben, a couple of other people as well to be revealed at a later date will be joining. We've started doing character gem for that. Um, we're going to do it as audio only initially, I think. I, I think so, uh, yeah. But we may look at doing some 
potentially live shows, potentially mm-hmm. doing video. We'll see how it pans Again, out. Maybe a couple of articles. Yep. Um, so there's going to be a lot more on that uh, coming up soon. Uh, we're going to pre-record it so it won't be live, so it'll be edited and, and fine-tuned. Yeah. Uh, so you can not see me flicking through a rule book. About uh, as fine-tuned <laughs> as we get, to be fair. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, outside of that, we're going to do some more reviews on RPGs, as you mentioned. Yep. Um, hopefully a few more video discussions, maybe look at some of the newer books that are coming out for a lot of systems. Um, yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so just in general, uh, expect to see a lot more RPG-focused content. Yeah, And by all means, if you want us to cover a particular game, just uh, give us a shout, and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, give it give it a go. Absolutely. Unless yep. it's GURPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so wait, wait and nail your colours to the mask Tom. Thanks for that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Tom Mannering. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And just finally looking at the year ahead, uh, we're going to be attending... and back. And, well, oh, yes, before we, b- but before we yes, go so, back... Um, but before we go forward, one of the highlights for us... Uh, um, for 20, 2018 was a big year for yeah. us in, in many ways. And um, but, uh, most of you here know that we had the honour of, uh, of being the, the media partner for Tabletop Scotland. It is an honour. Yeah. It is an honour. It, it, it lent us, I, I, I don't think it, it's pretentious to say, it definitely lent us an air of legitimacy that we maybe didn't quite have <laughs> before. Biggest yeah. laugh of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, so certainly I thought it was an accolade. Yeah, yeah, I was I was quite proud of uh, yeah. of what we did, but yeah. we have uh, uh, we've got three of the four tabletop Scotland guys. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Uh, so uh, we're we going to invite Dave up to uh, have a Come bit of a on, chat. Dan. Dave Wright, convention Dave. overlord. Are you st- are you still going by that title? Well, that's what you're still calling me, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it makes you say it. <laughs> Do you need help, Simon? <laughs> Is it a bit like an assembly where he comes out and says, good morning, minions, and you have to respond? No, it's more a case I'm there first. Uh, <laughs> I'm there first and they have to sign a register as they arrive. There we oh, go, okay. there we go, yeah. there we go. Nice and organised, I yeah, like it. Yeah. So obviously Tabletop Scotland is going to be happening in 2019 as well. Well, that's the allegation, yeah. Yes, <laughs> rumour has it. Well, it's uh, official, we've got yes. public on that. Excellent. And uh, so so uh, similar time, but not the same weekend. Yeah, we've brought it forward to the 24th and 25th of August. There's a couple of different reasons for that. The main reason, though, is um, the other hall, uh, the one we didn't use last year, because uh, it was last year now, mm-hmm. um, uh, is an ice rink as soon as you get to after the bank, English Bank Holiday weekend. So by bringing it forward by a weekend, we get the other hall. We also means we have the English Bank Holiday weekend, um, which may mean we get more people from south of the border. Happens to be the last weekend of the Edinburgh Fringe as well. Well, so. that, that, that may be a, a, <laughs> a slight benefit as well. We'll I, happen, we'll we, we, I happen to have heard there's a few people who might be doing the fringe, then don't doing tabletop Scotland. Yeah, that yeah. Venn diagram is, yeah, that Venn diagram's remarkably large, yeah, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bigger than you would expect. Yeah. So. Uh, what can we expect? Oh, um, so I refer to 2019 as the second album. Um, mm-hmm. So it's essentially the same, but more. Um, so we we had a good year last year. Um, everything kind of went according to plan. And I think for 
2019, we've taken exactly the same approach, but doubling the floor space. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we've we've got more RPGs. We've got significantly more open play space. Uh, at current rate of exhibitors sign up, um, we could have significantly more uh, exhibitors as well, which is great. Um, but overall, it's just doing more of the same. Um, a yeah. couple of things that we're tweaking, but nothing major. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. invited yeah, us. Yeah, I did, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's I, on you. Yeah, yes, I did, yeah. And I did invite you last year. As you did. And, and apparently yeah. you're very honoured by that. That's that's the thing. That's that is an honour. Is, is that the first you've heard that? <laughs> I think that's the first thing I've heard it from you there guys, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, absolutely. And um, the I think I, as, as I think I refer to it, I'm quite difficult at times. Really? Yeah, um, um, and I'm quite stubborn, and uh, I have a, quite a clear view of what I want out of this. Um, and whilst I don't listen to the three of them, um, I don't really listen to you guys either. But it's just handy having another voice at the Thanks, table, Dave. as it were. I, I really feel valued. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, I, I, I do listen to you. <laughs> I just didn't ignore it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, nice. But no, absolutely, having you guys back is great. And I think, I mean, last year. Um, and we t- we've talked about this in a previous episode that last year was an experiment as much as anything yeah. else um, but for 2019 uh, I think we're pushing the boat out somewhat with your involvement um, particularly around the seminar track that, yep. we're, that we're doing and, and stuff like that which you know I'm happy to talk about a bit if you want yeah, yeah go for it yeah yeah Right, so currently... Commit, commit us to things. Right, okay, <laughs> so currently the draft seminar track uh-huh. has six seminars Okay, let me let me part, let me go back a bit. The word seminar, when I was explaining this to my 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 uh, darling wife the other day, there she was like, "So what? People are doing presentations?" And I'm like, "No, no. It's essentially having a panel that will talk about stuff, and the audience will participate in that stuff, right? So is that a seminar? Well, I think it is, but we're going to have six. I think it is on the Saturday, and I think it's five on the Sunday, and they will range from. Uh, I'm assuming Tom knows he's doing one, yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah t- <laughs> sorry, Tom. Yeah. Uh, it'll range from having ones about how to run, how to be a GM, which you've been ki- well, you've been kindly volunteered for. Um, uh, we're also having one about tabletop art, uh, which we've announced Eye of the Beholder, which is a film about the art history of D and D. And we're going to have a panel of currently we think it's going to be five artists. I can't name any of them yet, but they're all primarily role-playing based artists. Um, and four of them live in Scotland and happen to be friends of mine, which is very useful. Um, <laughs> um, but we're also going to have one about board gaming with kids because that's part of our identity and you know other stuff. Yeah. Um, and we're really excited about that. Yeah. And the pop quiz will be back. Yay! <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was yeah. really popular. It was really popular Lovely last year. I think yeah. it surprised you guys by how popular it would be. It did. Yeah, yeah. Th- we weren't. We weren't expecting I mean, we didn't a room. Do a, of didn't do a head count, but the bar was full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we weren't expecting a room of. I, th- I think it was about seventy-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was quite a lot. Yeah, and, and I don't think people were expecting you to be in a suit, Josh, either. Um, people may have commented. John's not here tonight. No, he's not. So, no, so, right. so uh, Simon, <laughs> have you been asked to pass on any messages? <laughs> I may or may not bring the suit back. Well, I don't you know, know. that's entirely up to you, but yeah. the crowd may wish it. Yes. For, for the benefit of people that weren't there, Josh got a lot of verbal for the suit. So. 
Yes. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not all of it was unjust, though. No, I think most of, mo- <laughs> mo- most of it probably was justified, let's be fair, but I, I can still act hurt. <laughs> so. You're still hurt and scarred by it, I can tell. But anyway, uh, if uh, people want to find out more about Tabletop Scotland 2019, where can they go? Um, so you start with the website, tabletopscotland.co.uk, um, we're on Twitter and Instagram as Tabletop Scott, and we're on Facebook as Tabletop Scotland. Um, everything is on the website though and if you can't find it then that's my fault we tend to be really quick at responding to queries um, not as quick on the email front but certainly Facebook stuff we're very quick at so if you have any questions if you have any requests if you want to submit events there's a button on the front page of the website if you want to volunteer there's a button on the front page of the website and there's an R2 buttons I can't remember what they are uh, but on the 31st of January at 8pm precisely, um, there will be another button on the website which will be for you to buy tickets. So, um, so yeah, that's quite exciting. Awesome. And of course, uh, Dave, as well as Duncan and oh, Simon, yeah. are yeah. here tonight. Yeah, so by are. all means, ask them questions. Yeah, feel free to throw most of them at those two. There we are. And then I'll veto anything they've said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we are. Anyway, Dave, thank you very much no, for coming you. tonight and uh, for being on. Everyone, give it up for Dave Wright. Thank you. Charlotte, do you want to come back up? Yep. So, Charlotte, everyone. There we go. The the actual mastermind. Yeah. She is the one who knocks. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I just show up and talk. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we mentioned earlier uh, tonight being about looking back and looking forward, and we thought we would do a wee bit of a live podcast while we're yeah. here. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? Um, namely, we wanted to talk a little bit about what we thought were the best games. The highlights and uh, maybe not so yeah. much highlights of 2018. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Um 2018, I think uh, we can summarize. Uh, I'm going to sound really negative here, right? Um, mm-hmm. w- w- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there were a few games that we were really looking forward to. Uh, yeah. And maybe yeah. it was our fault. Maybe it was the game's fault. Uh, but they didn't quite live up to expectations. No, and I, I think I think there's a couple reasons for it. I, th- I think that um, I think that the hype train is uh, is here in all its glory in our little hobby finally um i suppose it, it's indicative of, of growth in one respect but it has its downsides and i i, I mean certainly for me I, I felt that there were quite a few games that were a bit overhyped quite big games as well yeah. that were overhyped yeah well uh, uh, one of the really early ones because uh, i think we picked it up in january didn't yep. we uh fog of love yeah, and, and some people, some people gush about Fog of Love. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> that was not that was not a joke. <laughs> um, and it it look it presentation wise, flawless, it's beautiful, game. right? Yeah. yeah, really good looking game. Yeah, really minimalist. Yeah. Um, in terms of what it's trying to deliver, we felt it fell a bit short. Yeah, because well, it it was touted as you're essentially role-playing a relationship. But it, it it kind of does that. 
But Except you're jumping from really random yeah. like, encounters that probably wouldn't ordinarily happen chronologically, right? No, so like, the, for anyone that hasn't played it, in, in Fog of Love, uh, it's a two-player game, you're the couple, and um, you, you basically draw these cards, which are scenarios that pretty much every relationship encounters. So the, the, the first couple are fairly standard, like it's the first date, but then, like, just purely the way that the randomization of the game works, you can go from your first date to a fight with the in-laws. I think for us it was it. Yeah, it's a bit weird actually. I was the lady. Um, <laughs> that Anastasia, I believe your name was. Ana- that's right. Well, Anastasia. well remembered. Yeah. yeah, I know. I forgot all about Anastasia. I can't <laughs> even remember my character. Victor. Oh. So one of us was quite invested in this game. Uh, <laughs> Um, but we, I think we went from first date to buying furniture together at Ikea, which no, was you're right, that mo- was it. moving really fast. Yeah, and but it, it pulls you out of the narrative because you, you spend ages with this character creation. And I have to say that that is a cool thing about the game, that the character creation is all yeah. cooperative because you essentially pick each other's traits. Or flaws. Yeah. But it's but it's you you're picking the things about the, the other character that your character's fallen in love with, which is quite a smart mechanic. So you spend ages working together with all this character creation and then it counts for nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you almost. Get, you just have this weird, disjointed montage to play through after it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame because uh I I really wanted that game to be good. Like, don't get me wrong. I love like love fantasy. I love science fiction, right? Let's be honest. It's kind of done to death in this hobby. So anything that is a bit different, I think immediately, right, that's nice. That's smart. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and this just fell a little short. Yeah, I mean, they, on the one hand, you've you got to take your hat off to anyone who's trying to do something a little bit different, right? But... As an experiment, I don't think it worked. No, no. Uh, so I, I suppose that was one of the first big games uh, that we, we struck off our game of the, the year I list. I suppose, quite unfortunately, it sort of set the tone a bit for the yeah. first half of the year. The, the, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, um, like Josh was saying earlier, like quite quite big uh, sort of AAA titles that um, that we were just quite sorely disappointed with. I mean, like for 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 me. I was really excited about Betrayal Legacy. I mean, I know, I know that um, the Betrayal franchise is quite a controversial one. You know, some folk love it, some despise it. But um, I, there, there was something about this idea of having the fixed point of the house and then having all this stuff changing over the, the centuries that I thought was, was quite neat. But ultimately, it, it just suffers the same problems that the base game does. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, if you like... Betrayal at House on the Hill, you will like Betrayal Legacy. If you hated it, you will not <laughs> like Betrayal Legacy. Uh, it's pretty much as simple as that. They had the opportunity to fix some of the problems, but didn't. It, it, it sort of flies in the face of it being a legacy game because the, there, there are certain haunts where the, the, the traitor character is so powerful that you don't really have any agency over the the narrative, you just have to accept that eventually they're going to catch you and you're going to die. And then who, whoever was the traitor gets the deed of the house. Um, and I, I think a lot of the appeal with legacy games is watching your narrative emerge yeah. as you play the game. 
and it it just feels a bit like the inevitability of fate like punching you into submission yeah well i mean what what's the point in playing through playing through an interactive story if uh, you have no agency you may as well just watch a film yep so um we enjoyed it for what it was but yeah. um we yeah st- we still got a bit to play of it and i think we you know we will see it through for the for the sake of like finding out how it ends but um i, I don't want to spoil it for anyone but the the <laughs> no, I, if I'm you want not, spoilers, like, the begin so far we're probably about halfway through the campaign. The beginning's been the best bit so far. Yeah, yeah, by a country mile as well. Yeah. Like <laughs> and that, that, that's a weird place for a game like that to be in. So yeah, so uh, so that was Betrayal Legacy. Um, do you want to talk about Age of Sigmar Champions? Let, let's talk about Age of Sigmar Champions. Um, I, I think I think what we should start with is it's a really good game. Yes. The problem is there are elements of it that do not feel that as though they were thoroughly playtested. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, the mechanically, it is a really different uh, yeah. card collecting game. The the fact that you have you, you have four lanes, which is uh, like sort of positioning. It's Never like, usually it's like representing the, the battlefield that the yeah. columns. So that and that that's something that's really different yeah. compared to uh, compared to the likes of Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. So so that makes it stand out uh, immediately. We've got this rich history of the Warhammer the be- uh, universe as well. Yeah, um, but uh, orcs are horrible. In, Just in summary, horrible. Yeah, the the destruction faction um, is, is the particular part of the game where. <laughs> Bowers is laughing because yeah. he has an orc deck, don't you? Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. It, Were you just saying this is fun, isn't it? Over and over again. So the the thing about the the orc deck um, is that they get a lot of extra action initiative, which in a, in a game that is all about utilizing those actions to the fullest. It makes for some horrible games when you're on the receiving end of it, um, because I mean, like, um, uh, Bowers is just saying, like, you, I, I have played games against orcs where I have gone from twenty eight health to zero in one turn because they just steamroll you, and I, but I, that aside, there's some really cool ideas in the game. Um, we we're huge Warhammer fanboys, so it's just really cool to. Be able to have all all that neat artwork and in uh, card form. The fact of the matter is that they've released a new expansion for it, and as the game progresses and matures, they'll probably fix some of these problems. Yeah, the, the, the sort of living rule set is quite a, a popular way of managing a game now, and it, 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 for for very good reason. Like they, and to their credit, they they've been they've been pretty prompt in getting out Irata. For the game, and they're they're constantly beta testing new rules for it. Um, so, unlike the other games we've spoken about tonight, where I would maybe urge the urge you to avoid them if you're not sure about them, I think Age of Sigmar Champions is is still worth a look. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's got a really good digital client as well. Yep. Download it on your phone. Um, it it works really well. I wish Magic the Gathering would uh, have an app on it on my phone, although that's probably for the best for my bank account. Yeah. So, uh, I, 
I think in terms of other games, uh, Keyforged. 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 Oh. This is going to be a controversial one, I think. It is a good game. Yeah. It's just not a brilliant game. Well, the the, the thing that, that I, I had said to you when it came out that I had noticed was that unlike other card games, the the people that we noticed were making a buzz about it. It, it was the board gamers. Aye. I th- I th- and I think that was a very smart decision on Fantasy Flight to not try and poach uh, a market from Wizards of the Coast or Yu-Gi-Oh! or... Yeah. Uh, or Pokemon Company, because those guys are entrenched. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. And we're not going to budge. <laughs> so, But like even like the, the language they use in the game, like ra- rather than like talking about health stats and things like that, they talk about resources. As soon as you mention resources, board gamers prick their ears up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love, a, love a good resource management game. Um, and I, I think the, the thing for me, like, like you were saying, that Keyforge is a good game. It's not a brilliant one. Is that it's not that different from a lot of the the, the combat driven card games. Yeah, they've they've changed the names, but you know, Amber may as well be health. Yeah, you know, your creatures may as well be attacking your opponent. Yeah. So, and like really well polished, you can tell Richard Garfield designed it. Um, very good. If you if you like that sort of game, you will like. Keyforge. Of course, yeah. Uh, but and for us... Artwork's all really nice Yeah, well. yeah, really and clean although looking. Although you've got these wildly different houses, it still feels quite uniform, which yeah. is quite a feat. Exactly. Uh, so, good game, not brilliant, definitely not a game of the year contender for us. Nope. I think the last one to mention was A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, so, uh, cool many or not have as I'm sure you're all aware, been churning stuff out at the moment of wildly varying quality, it has to be said. Um, you know, we, we were quite excited about A Song of Ice and Fire getting a war game because that, that was our gateway into the... Oh, yeah. Way was, war, ...was war gaming. Um, and it really just feels like old-school Warhammer fantasy. Yeah. I, one thing to say, and... Uh, the miniatures are really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, all the stuff that you got in your backer kit was yeah. phenomenal. Well, I, I get the Hand of the King pledge, which was um, you get the Starks versus Lannister set, and then you get a, a special promotional box that was just from the Kickstarter. And what, one of the things that we said when we were opening it up is that we're pretty much sorted for any RPGs that we play in a, a sort of oh, yeah. you've, dark you've, agey setting. You've got you, you've got every town guard or ranger or bandit that you'll ever need now, yeah. as long as they're human. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think we have moaned for long enough. Yeah, let's get to the good ones. Let's get to the good ones. Yeah. So um, we we've done four sort of categories that that we wanted to cover, um, so that we were not just gushing about one game. Um, so, uh, first up, we were going to talk about what we felt was the best expansion slash new edition. Yes, so this is either an expansion to an existing game or a new addition uh, to a previously existing game. Uh, because it would be a little unfair to count things like a new edition of Twilight Imperium, for example. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, did so try, Josh. You did yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. So, so we sort of lumped the expansions and... Uh, new additions into one category because we felt like 
really they're doing more or less the same thing because they are adding to an existing game or experience. So what were the highlights for us this year? Um, well, I, I just I think we just start off with what we thought was the, the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Kill Team. Yeah. We really like the new Kill Team. Warhammer 40k Kill Team. Um, Tom approves. Perfectly distills um, what, what have until quite recent years been these large-scale uh, miniature-based war games into what you can now play on a kitchen table with about five dudes. Yeah. If you want to, I mean, you, you can go horde and have like 20 Imperial Guardsmen, but the fact of the matter is that it, it's a pretty clever way of just getting people involved. It's a gateway but, drug. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that was the one that really impressed us. Along the, the same lines of uh, GW products, uh, we really liked uh, Warhammer Underworld's Night Vault as well. Yeah, we, we really liked it, but the reason that we decided that um, to go with Kill Team instead of Night Vault was that we, we didn't quite feel that, that Night Vault added enough. Yeah. I mean, in, in some ways it ticks all the, the boxes of a good expansion in that it adds to the game in interesting ways without detracting from the core experience of the game. Um, whereas whereas I, I feel like Kill Team has radically changed uh, wargaming for the better. I mean, it's a testament because you, you really don't like Warhammer 40k. No. At all. Like, no. No. Uh, but you actually like Kill Team. I really like Kill Team, and uh, I actually own a, a little uh, Space Wolves squad now. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Uh, and in terms of other expansions, then, right, I, I do want to see a very quick show of hands. Uh, who who plays or keeps up with Magic the Gathering? Oh, we've got three. That's more people than I thought we would have. Um, more than at Tabletop Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll keep it brief for the benefit of everyone else. I loved um, Guilds of Ravnica, uh, one of the best settings they've ever done, uh, and th- the both the draft setting and the standard uh, sort of constructed deck settings for that revolve around Guilds of Ravnica were excellent. Really diverse, really fun. Um, the three people who play Magic: The Gathering, I uh, hope. Yes, yes, they agree. Yes, I'm getting Not a thumbs up. Not all of them. Tom. Why? Why? <laughs> How dare you? So, uh, does that wrap it up for the expansions? Yeah, I, th- I don't think there's much more to, to say in that regard. Um, Kill Team was just something else, I felt. Yeah. Something special. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of... Games with miniatures in... That was a rubbish segue, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we, we've got a best uh, miniatures category. Yeah. So uh, minis or components to games that we were really impressed with. So there there was one particular miniatures range that you were quite enthusiastic about, Charlotte. It's, uh, stuffed Fables. Don't know if anybody's played or seen the miniatures for Stuffed Fables. They're beautiful. Yeah. That's all I have to say. They're, they're beautiful. They yeah. should have won, in my opinion, but... Yeah, I got, so, yeah. got voted Vote, out. Voted down. Ha! <laughs> so it's, uh, for, for anyone that doesn't know, st- uh, Stuffed Fables, it, it's essentially like a sort of toys to life game. Uh, yeah, you, you play cuddly toys. Uh, trying yeah. to protect a 
like their 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 ghetto and her sleep. Yeah, so she goes like like into their dreams and fending off these yep. nightmare creatures from a little girl. They so look like the um, you know, in Toy Story, the head with the legs. That's what they look like. They're terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and I th- I think the designers actually said he's massively inspired by Pixar, and yeah. it's. Yeah. It's, it's quite evident yeah. within that, but you know they're they're really cool little miniatures, um, but they they didn't quite um, edge out what we felt was the the best. Yeah, I think we sat we settled on uh, the Soul Wars starter did. kit. Yeah, so um, um, Age of Sigmar got a new edition this year, which is the fantasy counterpart to Forty K. Um, and the the Soul Wars, they they've, they've basically gone full goth with Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Um, and they they've got this new. It's like me in the noughties. It's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got this this whole range of uh, of uh, ghost models that that just look phenomenal. Yeah, really, really. Uh, as you as you put it, like really clever use of dead space. Uh, they actually look like they're floating, which yeah. is. Very difficult thing to do. Yeah, and and but the the thing that's most impressive about them is they look so floaty and fragile, but they're actually surprisingly robust. Yeah, they can take some damage. Yeah, we we may have dropped a couple of them. Yeah, but they're okay. Yeah, and we recovered well. Yeah, recovered well. Uh, I, GW always put out great minis. Uh, it's, they're probably the best uh, at that. Yeah, they they consistently put things out at a very high standard. Mm-hmm. I think the only other one we were going to mention is is A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Those minis were great. It was the redeeming quality of that game. Definitely. <laughs> so, but yeah. It's I I think that um the the game itself is probably going to be a turn off to a lot of people because it's nothing special. Exactly. Because the the you, you always have this problem of how how effective a miniature is in a game is definitely factored into its price. Yeah. Um, so that's maybe one of the reasons that uh, we, we steered away from that, as, as good as they were. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so now moving on to best art. Yep. So this is a card game, board game, whatever, that features uh, the best-looking design and art. Uh, does what it says on the tin. Uh, you'd probably uh, were, were you in favour of stuffed fables for this one as well? Uh, no, I well I was yes, but the uh, <laughs> the one the unanimous decision won out for this one. Yeah, but well, for, first of all, let, let's talk about Everdell. Oh, yes, please. Because, yeah, <laughs> as you can see by the yeah, there's a sort of <laughs> Everdell a forest vibe theme. Here, yeah, um, so Everdell uh, worker placement where you play woodland creatures preparing for. Winter. Yes. So it's a neat little game. It it looks really impressive on the table. You get this huge tree and the the tokens like you've got uh, you've got bits of wood, you get stones, you get amber, all of that. But the the artwork throughout the game is consistently uh, stunning. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, just great stylized cartoon animals, yeah. and, uh, anthropomorphized forest creatures. Um, What's not to love? Yeah. There you go. Uh, I, uh, being, again, a cardboard crack addict, uh, would put forward Magic the Gathering, but given that neither of you two play it, I always get voted down on that. So, yeah. Uh, But, again, Wizards of the Coast know what they're doing. Dilly Guilds of Ravnica. And the um, 
uh, the uh, Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, the Dungeons and Dragons expansion. I'm looking over at Tom for confirmation. Yeah, I got the name right. Awesome. Uh, the the art used across those was fantastic. Really encapsulates the uh, the theme of that universe that they set it in. But I mean, in the end, uh, we we had a sort of late entry to yeah. our considerations. I believe we only got it on the twenty fifth of December. We did, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my mother in law got me it for Christmas. She so did well. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she had she had help, but she done good. Um, it was uh, a game called Koi. So in Koi, uh, you play a little Koi carp trying to eat lots of dragonflies. Um, it, it sounds very simplistic, and it is, but the artwork in this game is something else. Yeah, it, they they look like th- it, the the cards look like something you would quite happily hang on a wall. Uh, really nice, uh, gorgeous watercolors. Um, and uh, as you might expect, very influenced by uh, Japanese style mm-hmm. art as well. Yeah. Uh, I think especially the the standout to us was the the weather cards, yeah. um, because the, w- with it being a, a pond, a natural feature, you get these weather cards throughout the game that introduce different weather effects, and each card is a is a unique weather effect with a unique piece of artwork on it. And it, it's the, the, the most beautiful watercolour that they've done. And they've encapsulated loads of different uh, moods. Uh, they've, they've, u- they've used a wildly varying colour palette to, to represent that. And it is, it's a very impressive, uh, very impressive game to look at. And not only to look at as well. Yeah, because so it, it is also our choice for game of the year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it has what I would call uh, the Mario Kart effect. Um, the more sort of peaceful and zen and cute a game is, the more angry I get at it. But in a really good way. Uh, I was absolutely raging when we first played it. You were. And uh, the ev- every game that we've played has gotten more and more competitive as we've played. And actually, j- down to the wire as yeah, well, yeah. which is always a great sign, I think. Even yeah. if you fall behind, you can catch up. Uh, and just, yeah, I, it 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 kind of blindsided us because yeah. we had we started the year with these expectations uh, of these big games, and it turns out it's uh, a little game about fish that uh, was uh, our favorite of the year. Yeah, and uh, I, I've actually I've played it with uh, people that um, have. Uh, wildly varying levels of experience with games. Um, I actually taught my my mum, who has no interest in tabletop gaming, to play it in five minutes, and she managed it all. Um, I, 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 think, I think it's fair to say that in terms of accessibility, uh, there's a lot to be said for it as well, because there's very little reading involved. Um, so it does mean that, um, you know, people that, that, that maybe struggle with literacy. Your 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 koi cards, which govern your movement in the game, are all symbols that basically show you the direction you're allowed to move your koi in. Exactly, it's pretty so, pretty flawless yeah, in that it, respect. Very very fluid system, very intuitive. Um, and like li- like I say, pretty much everyone that um, I I've taught to play the game, they've been off in five minutes, and I don't need to be. Uh, and holding them throughout it, and I think that is testament to very, very good game design. Exactly, 
Exactly. So that is our game of the year, our Golden Frog yes. winner. Has so anybody played Koi? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. We've got members yeah. of Ben's family. <laughs> uh, so my, my sister's uh, boyfriend, Ali, I, I actually taught him to play coin five minutes and uh, he beat me at it. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Give him a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. we are. Yeah. Uh, smirk and laughter games. Smirk and laughter. It's Thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> it's designed by a chap called Bill Lassick, and I believe it's actually his first solo yeah. effort. And the art, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. The artist is Chrissy Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all in all, uh, like Josh is saying, it completely took us by surprise. Um, especially because our game of the year for last year was uh, Warhammer Underworlds, big AAA. So, it's yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum now. Exactly. Maybe we're, our we're tastes have changed, though. Maybe that's what it is. We've mm. grown. We've grown. We've, we've matured. matured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fine wine. <laughs> I'll say that. Or a smelly cheese. Yeah. Thanks, Charlotte. There we go. So, that wraps it up. Yeah, we, we'll stop talking. Uh, Nick is going to come back and he's going to play some more of his music. Uh, we have goodie bags for you all. Yes. Yes. With stickers, unlucky frog dice, and some promotional stuff. The I can confirm the unlucky frog dice are extra cheaty. Yep. They, uh, <laughs> they, they were, yeah. They always yeah. roll you sixes. Yeah, um, we we do have some of them for sale if you want more of them instantly. Um, we've got t-shirts are going to be for sale at the back, at a special price of ten pounds. Ten pounds yeah. just for tonight, just for you. Um, uh, but make sure you grab yourself we a free goodie bag. Yep. There's still plenty of food through the back, uh, including sure uh, uniquely branded unlucky frog cakes. Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got we go. unlucky frog we'll cupcakes as well. So make sure you get one of them. But please. Money. Uh, hang around for a bit we've got the the venue for a little while longer Uh, come talk to us if there's anything you want to ask us or discuss with us and uh, please just enjoy it thank you very much for coming thank you